It's not about convincing. It's about providing uh, education and it's about providing an opportunity for somebody to invest alongside you. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, on these Wednesdays, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. New year. I've got uh, big goals for this year, 2023. That's good. Yeah, I... Uh... I just kind of completed my goals. Um, our company has really completed our goals and excited for 2023, excited to hit this new year, just, just running. Of course, we enter this new year with a lot of uncertainty. You know, I think like a lot of years, but still we, we enter it with a lot of uncertainty. So we'll see. I think your goals, as always, uh, this year or any year need to be a little malleable need to be a little flexible. We can have definitely goals that we write down on paper, which I do and set in stone, uh, but stone can always be uh, chiseled away and uh, we can rewrite on uh, a little bit of those goals or change them or manipulating them um, to fit kind of where the, where the economy is going, where things are going, where you know where the money is heading, all that kind of stuff, where opportunity is. So I think uh, this year is going to be, Definitely exciting, definitely interesting, um, and uh, profitable for for many, and maybe not so profitable for some others too. So, yeah, well, I expect it to be profitable for me. I, I think there's going to be some great opportunities this coming year. I agree. I agree. Um, these times of change in real estate and in business in general, these are the times where you know people can create life defining opportunities for themselves and and really change the trajectory of their business really tr- change the trajectory of of every you know kind of where they're headed and so these are the times to really eyes wide open be ready to take advantage of whatever opportunities there are out there uh, it's easy to miss them if you're not looking so eyes wide open really be paying attention and it's easy to get fooled too if you're uh, not wise about the opportunities that are open as well. So, uh, with that said, Matt, man, how how was uh, how was your holidays? Uh, you you got to Ohio, I'm sure, had a lot of fun there. Well, not quite. Uh, I had my, you know, my wife and I were going to fly out to visit my in laws. First flight got canceled, rebooked. Second flight got canceled, rebooked a third time. Third flight got canceled, so we just gave up and stayed home and zoomed with the family instead. Uh, but it was nice and relaxing. The the old fashioned Zoom Christmas, like a <laughs> yeah. throw a throwback to twenty twenty. Yep, and then we're not big partiers, so New Year's each year we just uh, stick around home. Yeah, well that's cool. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are probably in a very similar boat. If you're traveling, uh, you probably had some travel delays, some some issues going on. Whether you're traveling by driving or traveling by flying, uh, we we did as well. We were in Salt Lake, we were skiing uh, pre Christmas, and we were supposed to be flying home on Christmas. Uh, can't, flight got canceled. It wasn't going to get us home until Wednesday night. Uh, or sorry, Monday night. And uh, we're like, crap, we got you know, our whole family coming over to our house with 25 people. We already pre-cooked food. You know, it's a, like 
and, and we got two kids that are at that age where they want to open Christmas presents on Christmas, man. Like they don't want to be sitting around, you know, in Salt Lake, not being able to see their gifts and that type of stuff. So we're like, we got, we got to figure out how to get home. So we scrambled and, uh, man, we had lots of different options, but very, uh, towards the very end of the night on Christmas Eve, uh, I ended up returning my Turo, uh, that I rented and renting a minivan. Um, I think I picked that up at about 1115, got the kids and the wife in the vehicle. And we started driving out of Salt Lake around, uh, just a hair before midnight. Uh, and then drove through the night to Las Vegas and flew out of Las Vegas and, and got home and ended up making a home. So it was, it was a fun, exciting, uh, you know, uh, I guess what, 12 hours or so, but we made it home. We had a lot of fun and we, now we got stories to tell. So that's perfect. Like the kids are going to remember this. They've got memories. We, we got to, they got to see, they're excited because they got to see four different States on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, that's never happened for them. And three of them are new States. They've never been to Utah, Arizona, and Nevada. And my son jokingly is, I said something about, yeah, I've never been to Vegas. This is my first time in Vegas. And my son goes, and you get to go to, or, and you get to go to Vegas in your minivan with your wife and kids. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there you Ooh. go. First time in Vegas, I'm driving a minivan. I'm with my wife and kids, like talk about a party Vegas, right? Right. That's the place you want to be. And it's on Christmas. So. There we go. So it was an adventure. It was fun. Uh, we tried to make the most of it. Of course, there was a little bit of stress involved, but we tried to make the most of it. It sounds like being an entrepreneur, you have to sometimes shift uh, to be able to get your end goals uh, to you know take place. But uh, say, I got a question for you. Yeah. So with uh, real estate investing, how do you convince people to invest with you? Yeah, good question. I mean, I think it starts, first of all, it's, it's, Certainly it's convincing, but it's not convincing, right? And so that's that's where it kind of comes in. You in my opinion, I think it's like anybody who's a salesperson, they're gonna tell you like their their job is not to sell, their job is to educate, their job is to make people understand the product and why it's a good um you know solution or a good good product for them to be a part of. Right. And so that's the job of any salesperson. That's my job. And I truly believe it. Right. So, so that's, I think first and foremost, and probably any salesperson is going to say the same thing. Like I got to believe in my product. I got to at least feel like there's a reason for people to have it, or there's a reason for people to invest in it or whatever they're selling. So I truly believe that the product that I'm offering you know, commercial real estate value add is it and is an extremely attractive investment opportunity for those who are financially ready to take that on, right? And so, if you have the money, if you have our minimum fifty thousand dollars plus extra, I'm not going to take anybody's last pennies that they're digging out of their couch cushions. But if you have that money and you're willing and able to invest and you're ready to invest. I think we're providing an excellent opportunity. It's a safe, stable, cash flowing asset that you can get yourself into. Returns are, you know, historically better than the stock market. 
and the instability of the stock market. I mean, it's just like real estate is so much better as far as being stable. And so the chances of you getting your returns are much better than the stock market. Returns are higher. Like, why wouldn't you want to invest in it? And then for me, it's like other people, I, I, I'm mostly dealing with busy professionals, you know, business owners, um, sometimes people that are retiring. Do you really want to buy that duplex? Do you really want to own the duplex, the single family, the triplex? Do you really want to have an Airbnb that you're dealing with? Like that, are you sure you want to take that on when you've got a busy career? And so I provide an excellent alternative to those people. So how do I convince people to invest with me? I convince them by educating them about the product that I have, which is cash flowing commercial real estate. You know, we're doing a value add, we're taking a existing asset and and we're increasing the net operating income uh, typically through raising rents and lowering expenses okay and we're providing our investors a return and they're completely passive right and so i truly believe in that product and i truly can educate them on what that is and how simple this really is you write a check or actually wire funds for $50,000 and we provide you a monthly or sorry, we do it quarterly, quarterly distribution. Okay. And you get to share in the profits, right? So you're sharing part of the cash flow and you're sharing part of the profit in the end when we go to sell it. And you got to explain it as simple as possible to them. You know, some people are very sophisticated. They're going to get when you say, oh, our goal, our objective is to provide you a 15 to 18% IRR. Some people will be like, oh, yeah, sounds great. Other people are like, IRR who? <laughs> simple. Look, our goal, our objective, it doesn't happen every time, right? You want to make sure they understand that. Like, this isn't guaranteed. There's no guarantee money, but our goal and objective is to provide you a, whatever it is, uh, an 8% simple, 8% return on your investment for a cash flow. And then we're going to sell the property. And by the time it's all done, we're, our goal is to double your money in five to seven years. Right? So you invest $100,000 into this deal. Our goal is to give you $100,000 back, your original investment, and through the cash flow, and also through the profits of the sale, provides you an additional $100,000. And that'll take place within about a five to seven year period or four to six or whatever your goals are, right? But it's simplifying it. It's making it super easy for them to understand you also, you know, depending on who you're talking to, they might be able to take advantage of some tax situations as well. All right. So if it's a real estate professional, um, realtor, you know, we got quite a few realtors that are investors of ours. Look, you could take advantage of the tax situation and you can actually offset a lot of your realtor income with the gains, right? So or sorry, with the with the the losses, quote unquote that we can claim uh, through depreciation and bonus depreciation and all that kind of stuff. 
So, you know, that's a little bit deeper conversation, but we can get into that uh, depending on who they are. Um, same thing with people that have IRAs. Look, if you got an IRA, it's just sitting there, you know, maybe you quit. Uh, hey, I, I know you, I know you left whatever the 3M or where, whoever they're working for. I, I know you left your employer, you know, three years ago, you got this new job, but you were there for 15 years. You probably accumulated a, a bit of an, an, an account, a retirement account there. Um, you know, if you have that still and it's just sitting around, you could transfer that to a self-directed IRA and you can take and invest that money into one of our syndications. And again, you'll still make great returns and it's all tax-free. So when you're talking to somebody, do you try to understand where what their investing goals are and then show yeah, them how sure. investing with you can help them achieve those goals without the hassle of owning an Airbnb or duplex or whatever? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I want to understand where they're coming from and why, why do they want to invest in it? How much do they know too? Like it's good to know how much they know um, and and where did they hear us from? So if, you know, maybe they're a referral from one of our current investors. Okay, well, you know, how much have they told you? What deals are they in? Oh, okay, yep, they're in that deal. Well, that deal is, you know, what maybe it's a major value add, right? So there's there's no cash on cash. Okay, so let me give you an example on how that deal is running. Let me give you an example how this deal is running. What's your objective? Do you are, are do you want is is your main goal cash flow? Right. Your, if your main goal is cash flow, we want to put you in the right deal or make sure we put you in the right, right share class. But if your main goal is just profit, all right, we can have a little riskier deal with a higher potential for profit. So we also, we want to know that I, I want to know, do, are they even a fit? Like sometimes people just aren't, aren't fits at all. And I'll tell them that like, look, at this point in time, I don't think you're probably a good investor fit for us, but you know, definitely happy to keep you on our investor list. And if things change, happy to have a further conversation with you. But it sounds like right now, what's best for you is that you are buying duplexes and single families or, or whatever it might be. So, or Airbnbs or, or whatever. So I've had those conversations and I've told people that like, get down and you're like, look, passively, passive investing for you is just not going to work because you have to have control. And I don't want somebody as my investor that has to have control. If you have to have control, you're just not my investor. Sorry. So go buy a duplex, go buy a single family home, go buy a, do it, do it an Airbnb and have control. That's fine. I get that. But, you know, we want to make sure we're putting them in the right place. What are some typical questions you get when you're talking to somebody about uh, potentially investing with you? Oh boy. I mean, I, all kinds of questions. It's, it's what's kind of fun about it. It may be a little challenging, right? Because you have to know uh, a lot. You have to know a lot, but you get a lot of different questions. And I actually get that question, Matt. What are some cool. questions I should be asking you? Um, I think, uh, you know, most a lot of the questions you you get a lot of financial questions. Uh, how do, how does this work as far as structure wise goes? Um, just make sure as you're answering questions, Matt, that you don't get too deep into returns and or you can get into returns, but make sure you disclose a lot. Make sure you're telling them, look, this isn't guaranteed. This isn't guaranteed. A past perform. Oh, how have you done the past? Okay, well, 
by the way, just so you know, like just because it happened in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen in the future. So I don't want to guarantee you anything. Okay. But here's an example. This is a deal we did. We made 32% IRR when investors invested and five years later, we tripled their money. Oh, well, that sounds really good. I want give me your next deal. Well, just wait a second now. Just understand that that's not what we project. That's not what we expect. Does it happen sometimes? Sure, it happens sometimes. But the exact opposite could happen. We could miss our mark the opposite way. So just want you to be aware of that. Um, I, I get um, I get a lot of ta- a lot of questions around taxes. Uh, so I think it's really important to understand some of the tax rules and implications and understanding that everybody can't take advantage of those. If they're just a regular W-2 employee, there's there's likely very little they can do to take advantage of the tax situation. Now, they can offset other capital gains, which is really nice, but they might not be able to take in lower their basically W-2 earnings to, to erode their, their amount of taxes they're paying. Um, I get a, a lot of questions, uh, too, on why we're picking the specific deals we're picking. So, I mean, that, that really should be an easy question for anybody to answer. If you can't answer that question, then you should be really thinking about why you're investing, where you're investing. Um, but I think you need to have a well thought out investment plan. Um, if you're taking anybody's money, you better have that. Um, Biggest mistake. I get that a lot too, Matt. What's what's a what's a mistake that you've made? Or hey, what what have you guys give me a situation where you lost investor money? Um, now luckily we haven't lost investor money, but even with that, I can give them situations where we didn't do as good as we planned, or we had some really big struggles along the way. I always will try to tell people about deals that we've done that haven't gone perfect. And I think that's important. It might scare some investors away, um, but that's okay. Because if they can't handle that anyways, I just know, Matt, that things are going to go wrong. So I'd rather have them not handle it in a story I tell them than not be able to handle it in real life. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as any kind of investing. If I invest with the stock market, it's not like uh, things are going to go perfectly from day to day uh, with my yep. stocks. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, luckily for me, uh, so far, I haven't lost any investor money. I don't I don't intend to. Um, so we're going to do everything in our power to make sure we don't lose any investor money. Uh, we're going to work our butts off to make sure that it doesn't happen. But we still have stories. And we still have stories of where things haven't worked out perfectly. And we could tell them that. I think you need to think about those things and you need to make sure you're telling your investors about those things. First of all, it makes you more human. Uh, it makes you, it makes them trust you more. Like, hey, th- these guys actually have a track record. They've done deals. And I think you need to think about how did you get yourself out of that situation? Because then they can go, okay, they're critical thinkers. They understand problems are going to happen and they understand how to create solutions for those problems. And how are you going to make sure that doesn't happen again? What are you doing right now to make sure that that same thing doesn't happen to you the next time? Um, And that's kind of how I present those situations. Like this is what went wrong. This is what we did. And this is what we're doing right now to make sure that doesn't happen again. How many times do you usually have to talk to somebody before they'll invest with you? 
that that is a crazy uh i don't know yeah i I, there's no answer to that matt one time sometimes sometimes it can be dozens of times in several years so i mean i i have i have got people that you know have wanted well we we did one 506c so so in that one we had a few people not many but a few people that just invested with us without it without talking to us and we actually called them because they hadn't reached out to us and they just went in and made a commitment and so i reached out to them talked to them about the deal got comfortable with them and that allowed them to invest um but for the most part minimum of one conversation but oftentimes it's two or three you know conversations so um i I think it's probably less matt when it's introductions and a little bit more if it's just they heard me on a podcast or something like that maybe it's two or three then um and I think here, here's one thing I'll say is, you know, a listener hearing that they might go, okay, cool. I can, I only have to reach out to somebody one time and talk to them. I think it also is going to depend a lot on what's going for you and what's going against you. So what's your track record, right? Uh, how well did you explain things to them on that first conversation? And how much information do you have out there on the internet? People can go right to directly to my website and they can find a lot of information. They can listen to me on a podcast. I, I'm, I have been on you know, over 100 podcasts. I have my own podcast where there's you know, over 500 episodes. So somebody can hear me talk to them one time, but they've potentially heard me already 20, 50, 100 times, and they can continue to hear me month after month after month, day after day after day, if they want to. I also send out a newsletter, right? Um, and, and so I'm doing things that are keeping their int- attention and communicating them in different ways. I post on social media, although I should be better at it, but I post on social media. I have a, the podcast. I'm on people's podcasts. You know, I got the newsletter and then I talk to them physically. So I think How many times should I talk to them? That's a question you need to ask yourself. How active are you? How much of a track record do you have? How many times are they hearing from you outside of just a one-on-one phone conversation? And I know for our listeners, if they're looking to convince their first person to invest with them, it helps to, you know, if you don't have enough experience, partner with somebody else who has good experience. Uh, Is there anything else that our, our listeners could do to, you know, uh, be better at convincing other people to invest with them. Um, yeah, I think uh, a big thing would be to partner with people that have a big track record. Um, that's that's definitely valuable. Um, but also, look, you don't necessarily have to go that way. I'll, it is easier, but you could likely do it yourself. Uh, just make sure you've got some skill sets that fit well into the industry. So when they ask you why you, you can answer that. And you can say, I've assembled this team. I have the right property managers. Here's why 
this property manager is an excellent property manager. Here's why these contractors are excellent. Here's why I've got the right attorney. And you can explain to them why this team that you've assembled is an excellent team and can be profitable. And this, this asset can be profitable. How you pick that asset, how you came up with the, the market, what, what your skill set is. Hey, I was in, I was an engineer previously and, uh, and, you know, here's why I feel confident in the numbers, in the population, in this. I've done this research, right? So you're an engineer, so you're really good at research and data analysis. So convince them, hey, I was a marketing uh, person, and so this is why I think we can market this property excellent, and and we can, you know, really get these rents that we're getting. Okay, so they can trust your expertise and why you can be profitable running and operating this, this business. And I think it also helps to passively invest with somebody else. Uh, so you can huge help that way you have the experience of what it's like to be a passive investor. And then you can help other people to be more comfortable passively investing with you. I have a ton of investors, Matt, that invest one, two, maybe three times with me, but they're doing it to learn. And I'm okay with that. I think that's an excellent way to go. I don't think it's required, but it's an excellent way to go is to invest one, two, three, 10 times, whatever it is to get to know the business and also to make passive cash, right? So not only are you learning, but you're making money um, at the same time. So I think that's an excellent way. Again, not required. I didn't do that. I didn't even know it was a possibility uh, to do that until after I started syndicating myself. Then I started uh, passively investing here and there. Very nice. So, yeah. Um, I again back back to your original question. You know, it's it's not about the it's not about convincing. It's about providing uh, education, and it's about providing an opportunity for somebody to invest alongside you in real estate, right? And in, in, in commercial real estate, and so provide an opportunity, provide them in the education. And uh, I think you're going to have a lot better success at it. And you continue to educate, continue to provide um, excellent information to those people. And, you know, if you can, it's about gaining trust. It's about gaining trust, it's about gaining um, that re- relationship. And obviously that's easy to do with, you know, friends, family, those types of people. It becomes a lot harder when you're trying to gain trust of some strangers. So you have to stay top of mind. Um, to them, you have to be genuine and, uh, you just, you just gotta be continually educating continually in front of them. Yep. Makes sense. So, so I also want to talk about, uh, the North star real estate conference, which you, you had a you kind of an ingenious way to update it, to morph it, to, uh, meet the needs of our audience a little bit better. So do you want to talk about, uh, what you have planned? Yeah, sure, man. Um, so we are going to be doing quarterly uh, lunches and dinners. Okay, so every quarter we're going to be holding either a lunch or a dinner. Uh, this first quarter we're going to be holding a lunch, uh, and it's going to be January. Matt, you probably have it in front of you. January twenty fifth. So it's going to be January twenty fifth, and it's going to be just a couple hours. Uh, this first one we're just we're going to really want to kick off this new year about talking about 
uh, the economy, what's going on in the economy. We're going to be talking about uh, what's going on, what we're seeing real time in the market in not only multifamily, but commercial real estate in general, kind of how we feel like things are going to shake out. Now, of course, that's going to be some predictions. That's going to be some of our thoughts, but we're using data-driven uh, analysis to figure out, okay, what's going on. We're going to talk to you real time about what we're seeing from brokers, what we're seeing from the deals we're underwriting, that type of thing. So it's it's going to be, uh, I think, just packed with a ton of value. Um, and then of course, lunch as well. So Matt, where can people sign up for that? Northstarunlimited.live. And it's okay. only $35. Yeah. And it's uh, $35. You get lunch. Uh, lunch is included in that um, and a ton of information. So should be fun. Uh, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do that once a quarter and we're going to, my, my thought was trying to provide as much, maybe even more information, but it's hard sometimes to make it to a full conference. Um, and as a, in a selfish way, full conferences are a ton of work. I don't know. I don't hmm. think this is going to be less work either. But um, I think it'll just allow for um, a lot more people to hear the information. So, and a big thanks to your wife Tracy for doing all this behind the scenes work to to get. She it going. does everything. Yeah. Well, you do too. So, <laughs> well, it's mostly Tracy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So Northstarunlimited.live. People can go uh, sign up right now. Right. It's it's live to. For yep. Yep. People can sign up right now. Uh, is my... I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Again on my, that. Yeah, okay. my internet's unstable. I don't know why I, I'm connected. Uh, I'm hardwired. Oh, well, okay. It's back now. Uh, uh, say that again, if you would. Yeah. So people can go. <laughs> okay. Take three. So people can go to uh, northstarunlimited.live, get your tickets. It's It's available right now. Uh, January 25th. And uh, what, where is it located, Matt? Uh, in Egan at the Egan Community Center. Egan Community Center. Okay, perfect. So yeah, look forward to seeing people there. And that, that's our uh, new North Star Real Estate Conference. All right. Sounds great. Cool, man. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. 
and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.